Let's try it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brokers and Booze episode 57. That's not Four, correct. 47. 47. 47. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We're going to get there in 2021. 47. My name is Billy Yates with uh, Sands Realty. My name is Chris Ward with Eagle Realty. And Nick Sowers with Beach Connection Realty. Today we join you and try a bourbon. It's from the Willett family. It's called Noah's Mill. Mm-hmm. It's mm. relatively easy to get your hands on, which is kind of why we'd rather feature this one. Um, you know what's kind of go ahead, go ahead. You know what's kind of impressive about it? What's that? It's fifty-seven percent alcohol. Fifty-seven point one four. One hundred and fourteen plus proof, and it's in a wine bottle. So, so they don't see many wines. It's in a wine bottle. That's what I wanted to say. I'm so, like, that's awesome. So it'll get the job done. Is that oh, what we're definitely. Learning? definitely. <laughs> my uh, my suggestion. Like most bourbons, is always yep. over a bourbon rock or a big sphere, yep. or just a couple cubes. Not nothing to. Do you, water, do, you do you prefer the rock edge or like do you like the circle? I like the circle ones. I like, I like the, the circle. Smooth, I've got circle. a couple of both. Yeah, I've got some yeah. like steel cold cubes sometimes if we're just going neat just to chill it down a little. I like it. A little fun story. This is out of Bardstown, distilled in Bardstown, which is about an hour and. 40 minutes, hour and, thir- hour and a half from where I grew up in northern Kentucky. It's between Lexington and Louisville um, uh, down there. So you've West heard of this Kentucky. before or no? I- I've heard of Noah's Mill, yes, okay. um, but I've never had it. Okay. Because yes. I-, I was so, imp- I was just, you know, taken aback by the wine bottle. For those who can't see or not watching the video, I'm like, podcast. So I will cool. tell you something about bourbon since we've started this. I never drank bourbon hardly ever. Mm-hmm. Before we start Brothers and Booze, and now I'm starting to acquire a little bit of taste of it as it goes on. Nice. Like we're still hoping Chris will do with tequila, tequila much like the opposite of tequila. <laughs> I have not acquired 2021 20, here. Chris falls in love with tequila. Yes, yes. No, yeah. anything made Chris. from Jalisco. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well let's taste this. A little and cheers, Nick. I know you're traditionally a bourbon sipper, but this is a little sweeter. I'm right. Remember, but let's try it. Let's you mean a shooter? Mm, it's a sipper. <laughs> <laughs> wow, super sweet on the front. Like, yeah, really right sweet. Right off the top. Wow. It's like some, like, burn. Have you ever burned in the back, though? Or like a wall. Oh, that's because it's 57% alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the burn is there from the 114, 114 proof. Let's do yeah. it. Oh my gosh, that burn really is there. But on the front, so much flavor. Yeah, this is good. I might not mix it, even though I always keep a mixer nearby. When I mean, bourbon. almost, yeah, and right not even, um, for me, it's almost like a, it's like that caramel with sweet and low mixed into it. Like, oh, or yeah. like a, not like a sugar, but like a NutraSweet or mm-hmm. sweet and low, like kind of a processed sugar. It's, it's so pizzazz like off the front. smoked out caramel cube. Yeah. Mm. It's mm. definitely uh, easy to drink, very smooth. Except for the Except first, for the first, the first sip, <laughs> just give me that. Very easy to work on that. Really smooth. If you got COVID in your throat and it hasn't made it to your lungs yet, and you need to kill it. Yes, this is what you do. buy. This Gargle. gets the job done. <laughs> you are right. On the third or fourth sip, it. It starts level. It starts leveling out. Yeah, yeah it does. I think it's because it's burnt the back of your throat, Chris. Ooh, what it was kills the, the, kills the, just kills the <laughs> all indication. <laughs> kills the buds. Yeah, yeah. The CDC recommends it be uh, 130 proof. Yeah, so we're so, almost there. Yeah. Oh, oh to actually, like kill the actually, yeah. kill the and that's so, just what I. What if you drink two of them together? Oh yeah, double, <laughs> double, 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 double. So, Bill, a double question about this. One, yeah. mm-hmm. where did you get this? And second, what's it run cost-wise? It's not that expensive. 
from from what I remember. Um, it's on the actual shelves. You don't have to even ask your your favorite ABC store to, to grab it from the back. Um, I've got it just from a local store here, I believe. Okay. But well, um, do you remember price range? I got this other Willet in Georgia, Athens, Georgia, when I went for one of the games out there. Yeah. Which is kind of what I started me on their whole little collection. Okay. Uh, so that this, so this isn't a family of bourbon. Yeah, this one is so. not so easily found. That this one probably is, and I'm going to say between right, right around $40 a bottle. So this is like a regular drinking. Like, yeah. this is a regular drinking, yeah. not like a special occasion. Which yeah. even in, like, alcoholic ABC stores, if this is closer to 40 that's technically, or at least a couple stores I go to around me would be, like, top shelf. I mean, that's, like, an yeah. upper shelf yeah, still. Right. Absolutely. Um, it's not your gym beam. It's, it's not, not, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know. Let's put it this way. It's a, it's a, this upper middle class. Right. You're not going to wake up feeling like you had a bad time. <laughs> well, on the nose, it's beautiful. Um, if you love the smell of bourbon, that vanilla caramel, yeah. it's not it. Um, I noticed it said it's in charred wood barrels, but not charred oak barrels. Um, yeah. It doesn't say it at least. So that means they're saving money. Well, to be considered bourbon, I think it's going to be distilled in a white oak American white oak barrel whether oh, so maybe they, maybe they just yeah. maybe they uh, were short on once they charge it yeah, can charge it. yeah <laughs> just like I don't know there's only so much room on the label they, they import them from France <laughs> yeah it's right, it says read that sticker charred oak yeah yeah right, no, right, right here yeah. right where your finger's coming up the batch of bourbon is aged in wooden barrels yeah, until fully mature. Okay. But no, but on the side it says charred oak. Barrel. So we do have oak. Okay, yeah. so confirmation it is yes. oak, so we can classify the bourbon um, in it. But their sticker up here confused me in wooden barrels. I thought that was a little, yeah. a little cheap. We might need to go <laughs> maybe take a trip to Kentucky to the one of their distilleries and see. Oh, we need to do the bourbon trail in Kentucky yeah, yeah, and trail. record an episode at each yes. spot as we roll down. <laughs> There's an idea. And then in the trail. Oh, yeah, we're going to Tequila. <laughs> oh, we're going to <laughs> Ended the derby to do a final episode, but regardless, <laughs> derby. the tequila trail will end on Cinco de Mayo. It's derby, <laughs> <April>. <laughs> so, all right. So, anybody listening, I'm looking for a stand in. Brokers and booze hosts uh, for the tequila trail. All right, so bourbon trail that, that's more doable sooner is the bourbon trail because yeah, we're within driving trail. distance of the bourbon trail. Yeah. Yes, yes, that makes perfect sense. That's a heck of a haul to go for the tequila trail. <laughs> I'm not saying I'd be opposed. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick had an interesting. He he wants to he wants to help our listeners as much. Yeah. But he's such a helpful. person. We like to bring value to our <laughs> value to our audience. So, especially in the real estate world, we know we bring you a ton in the liquor world. Um, so we're going to try in real estate right now. And what we really want to do is just talk about some ideas that are not your typical ideas to start your new year off, to get some business, to possibly get some new clients. Not your typical ones of go buy Zillow leads, go, you know, go advertise and whatever. Let's try to think about stuff, action steps you can take right off the get-go. So, I mean, does anything pop in your guys' head to start? I would say, you know, go back to the basics. Mm -hmm. You know, the longer I'm in real estate, obviously, we try and simplify things and technology gets involved. Mm -hmm. But um, don't forget that building relationships, I believe, creates, you know... More in the long run. Pick up the phone, call them, maybe wish them a happy new year, see where they're at. And um, Mm -hmm. even door knocking, going out, you know, it's harder to be in front of people as as we're trying to quarantine and socially distance. But, yeah, definitely pick up the phone and get that interaction. I would say, and a lot, 
And so every year, well, every year, last year and then this year, I've started this thing the first 60 days of the year I do. I call it launch series. It is to um, I I put one idea out on social media every day to help. And I don't make it real estate focused, but it it does apply to real estate agents. But it applies to any business owner. It's just ideas. And Bill, you hit on it. One of the big things I stress is we forget about our network. Yeah. I think we all like, oh my gosh, we're going to go do this, do that. And it's like a lot of things what you were just saying, just relationships, like calling your five best clients from last year and having a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Just to start the year off brand new year what are you thinking about the one what are you doing let's especially if you deal in the investor world or the potential mm-hmm. multi-transaction world as a real estate agent i think that's a solid one um that's probably like that's one of the ones that pops out at me from sure. everything another thing you just said is you wouldn't believe how many real estate agents have not took the time that their neighbor the person that lives next door to them i don't know they sell real estate especially if you don't have your car covered in it oh yeah now if you have your car covered in it they probably know um, billboard yeah but if you don't have your car covered in it you'd be surprised how many neighbors do you know anyone like that <laughs> so um but chris what pops out at you uh, well, I mean, this is what I spend most of my days and weeks trying to think about for helping real estate agents. So I, I have a couple things that starting off this year uh, that I've started promoting, but for agents to do, and I'm trying to narrow down one. I, I'm, let me let me steal two. Yeah, I'll steal two, and then maybe I'll try and talk into to one of my own. Um, one who's been a guest on the show, and I was just rewatching this or this video was up in his feed, um, uh, Dustin. Brom, who was on our show, and he talked about as far as like what to post content for realtors mm-hmm. and to get and I and when I talk with realtors, they're like, I just don't know what to post. Like, what am I post today? And mainly that comes from a lot of agents out there only posting new listings, a showing walkthrough, mm-hmm. an open house, and then repeat the cycle. And mm-hmm. only real estate related. Getting outside of real estate related stuff, like don't talk about real estate, I think was actually the name of the video. Like don't talk about real estate, don't post about real estate, post about other stuff, restaurants, things you're doing, like out and about, who you are, personality wise. You let them get to know you, not only as a person, just things that that you're, are interest and hobbies and that kind of thing. And that becomes content that gets you authentically out there in front of people. Um, but also if you're a real estate, you know, expert in a local area, like start really promoting the local area, like really become the local expert on things beyond real estate that people are coming to you, um, about bars, restaurants, you know, resorts, family things to do, um, all those kind of things. So, uh, that's one, two, you guys know Chelsea, who has not been on a show. Chelsea, if you want to be on the show, let us know. Shout um, out Chelsea Pete. <laughs> Chelsea Pete. Yeah. Um, but we heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know. <laughs> now, now what, what, what I was watching her um, talking about. Uh, of course, she has a book, What to Post. But um, she was talking about. I totally just lost my train of thought. He was talking about what not to post. Um, she was talking about. Really, I think kind of echoing what Dustin was saying, but the authenticity of being yourself with content and not forgetting, and this was this was the main point, to comment kind of back to what you're saying about relationship building, what both of you guys have said, but within a social context, within a social media context, commenting and engaging. If you are just one of those agents that you're just paralyzed by fear of like creating content, you don't know what to create then go comment and engage on not only your network, people you know, connecting with them on different platforms, but then just people you want to know, people that you have found that, you know, either you want them to see your content or you just want to 
um, bring them into the fold and try and build a relationship because you think you might be able to help them or whatever in real estate, comment and engage. That doesn't take any creativeness. That just takes effort of actually going and commenting on posts and trying to create conversations. Chris and I actually did a coaching session or it was like a couple week thing. It was once a week with um, a local business coach, but he does have a knowledge in real estate as being a real estate a guy named Kevin Hoover locally. He, I remember one of his big things was, and it's actually my day three in launch series, the third day of the year. I said, go on your, now he just focuses on Facebook because he built around Facebook, but I said, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like 50 posts, comment on 10 posts and make one post on each platform. So notice the engagement is a lot more than the, um, than you putting something out. Right. You're commenting on more posts than you're putting out. I think most people do the opposite. Right. They put out more posts than they go and actually. Or they don't do either. I mean, honestly. Okay, putting out a post (laughs) is better than doing nothing. (laughs) But commenting on 10 posts and only putting one out yourself is a way better method to engage and build build people paying attention to you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. Like when you brought that up, that made. I've heard her say that. I've heard. Other thought leaders in the real estate industry and in the social media world say that right. a ton. So that right. that is a big so any point. advice on how often you should post? Um, well, two times a day, once a day, ten times a day, once every you're, other day. You're you're talking to two guys that have a very similar philosophy on this on quantity over quality. I've never seen you guys on social media. <laughs> I think stories I think you almost can't overdo. I'm honestly. thinking 2021 I might get into this whole social media game. Yeah, yeah. stories, you know, it's like 40 clicks and I'm like, all right, swipe, go to the next person. <laughs> oh, but that was an interesting debate. We actually had that debate with somebody as far as mm-hmm. number of stories and um, there's someone in a different business, different industry, they were talking about, about not seeing the value in having a ton of stories up there. So there are a couple of things I didn't engage in the conversation that much, but um, there there are advantages to putting um, a larger quantity of Insta story Insta stories, um, Snapchat. If you do anything that well now, like Twitter has stories, Facebook stories, all, all of LinkedIn has stories, LinkedIn stories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but the benefit of doing a high quantity is for the people that are in your algorithm. If you just even clicked on one, whether you didn't watch all of them, if you clicked on one, Instagram's gonna start recognizing that, or all these platforms start recognizing that you at least clicked on the face to open the story. When that happens, anytime that person puts a new story out, it's bumped to the front mm-hmm. of so your, when you open it. Yeah, so it moves it moves that person's stories up. So if they put a new story, it bumps them to the front of the line, and it starts looking for who you're engaging with, even if you're not watching all of them, opening. So you're seeing their face over and over again. It becomes a branding play. Do they see your face, even if they're not seeing yeah. every single piece of content, I agree. Are they seeing your face every single time they open their face? So brand recognition, you know. And what you said is, is every time you put up a new one, it bumps it. So Mm -hmm. what that tells me is post five stories in the morning and forget about it is not the play. Post yeah. one or two. Like if you're going to post, if your goal is, to, or if your goal is to post ten stories a day, and you post all ten in the first twenty minutes yeah. of your day, right. you're not maximizing your reach on yeah. stories. Yep. You're best to spread them out throughout the day. Then I agree with that. So. I agree, and, and then these algorithms change. But yep. I mean, yeah. but right now that's what's happening. Right yeah. now that's what's happening. Just my you know history in marketing um, and experience and whatnot. So there's no bad marketing essentially. It's it's anything that's. 
you know, I'm sure everyone hates like the Aflac commercials. But when someone says, "Hey, you know, should I get another quote?" and who's the first person you're gonna think of? Like the the guy goes, the guys that spend billions of dollars on those kids. annoyances, Aflac. in my yeah. opinion, but. You know, you still just believe in the products. So obviously, it, it kind of—I'm going to stay in that social media game for one for one more thought process. Um, well, then I got one. Else. <laughs> take the—I'm going to—and I'm even going to back off. I'm especially going to back off on real estate because I—I I honestly believe um, if you have a different business and you listen to us and pull ideas from us, um, any business out there. That's not necessarily as much sales. So I'm going to remove real estate insurance and mortgage right now. LinkedIn is where you should focus right now. A bigger portion of your attention than what you are if you're in those businesses. I've actually became personally more involved in LinkedIn. I've had a, mm-hmm. an account for a decade or better. <laughs> but um, Actually, I noticed myself getting more involved. I'm getting out of the Facebook. It's, it's a lot of politics, and I just kind of want to separate myself from, mm-hmm. obviously, people have opinions, but it's, it's a little bit more professional, like you said, on the LinkedIn side. Um, I just think it's... Give accolades a little bit more. I think that. it's an untapped market for specific business types out there that aren't, like... I, I think if you're a plumber out there and you start putting some content on LinkedIn, there's not... You don't have a lot of competition right now. No. I do believe that. There, I think, yeah, that... I, I, just opinion, opinion, obviously. Um, speaking to B to B, but but B to cons- to member or professional services, like yes. a second, like there, like that. I don't know how well it works for real estate agents getting new clients, unless you're in the commercial uh, real estate space or you are connecting with people that are transitioning jobs. Like if you're really niched in, which in our area isn't, isn't big, but outside people listening to this outside the area where you have influx of corporations or people moving people in for jobs and moving people out for jobs, LinkedIn would be gold um, for what you can target and who you can connect with. Um, I do want to, do you have any, any thoughts on LinkedIn? And the only other thought I have is I've heard several people say that right now it's one of the most highest organic reaches. Right. Platforms you have right now, or okay. TikTok and LinkedIn right yeah. now from organic, organic reach. So um, as far as not having to pay to play, right. Uh, so I just want to I want to give a final thought if we move away from social media yeah. if we want to. A yeah. final thought on on, on content um, quality and quantity, and and I heard this is a variation of, of Gary Vee, what he said once. But I do want to speak to real estate agents because I talk with so many that get paralyzed with putting out content because they either want it to be perfect or it has to look just right um, or they have to look just right in it or that kind of stuff, which which just totally limits. Or they really believe that it has to be good enough for people to engage or for it to do well. You don't know that until you put out quantity, until you put out a quantity of content. You won't know the quality because the only one you're judging that opinion of quality by is yourself. You are the only one looking at it for quality, and you don't know what the market, what the people, what your audience, what everybody really judges as, oh, that's good quality, that's worth engaging with. The only way to find that is to put out a quantity of content, put out content at scale to really find out what the market wants. I'll touch on that real quick. The other thing in that quality-quantity debate and all that, the other thing I remember, even stories, especially stories, don't worry about quality. It's gone in 24 hours anyway. Yeah, even right. newsfeed, even your posts, oh. they're gone in max two, three days. Yeah. So even if you put something bad out there, it's not like it's in front of people forever. And right? I like the imperfect stuff. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they, everyone's seen a movie, and then at the end they've got the outtakes and the bloopers mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And 
you know, that's almost as enjoyable as, as watching the movie. P- people literally wait around. Remember that wasn't a thing, <laughs> yes. and they started putting that at the end of the movies yeah. to wait around for that kind of like right. outtake or something different or what's going to happen. And obviously, yeah. within yeah, it's not like we make our podcast. I don't think we've ever had. That's what we strive for, imperfection. <laughs> All right, so outside of content, do you guys have any final, like, what what is something that maybe is just, I got one off, I, I say off the wall, but I, I, especially out of the COVID 2020 and that we're, stuff we're dealing with on a macro, I have one idea. But So my one, I got one, I got a quick one. It's okay. um, give to get, so go and help people that can't help themselves and just, I just believe when you do that and you put somebody else before yourself, it circles back around to you. Yeah. So. Mine's simple too. Uh, anything that you think about doing and it's on your to-do list, just do it. <laughs> just <laughs> do it. That's my list. theme for 2021. Yeah, just do. Yeah. 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 Right. Nike. Literally my whole company of that. I That's took right. the it out because I didn't want the Nike to Which shoot me. Which shoot all If you read the book and hear how that all came about, it's really fascinating. Don't strive over the perfection. Just keep on performing the actions, the end result. Yeah. Welcome. It's literally you're gonna see your if you guys see any of my social next next week five videos of just about just do. Why do I anyway. think it was a they they literally bought the check mark off a graphic designer for like fifteen bucks. So I heard it took a hundred attorneys <laughs> from different cultures to come up with a, something that didn't insult no, any culture. That isn't how they came up with it. No, and then the same Nike. It's actually Nike, but no, no, but the check mark. Oh. They paid a graphic designer. They eventually went back and gave her stock in the company. Maybe, maybe that was coming up with uh, the physical name. Night. That's odd. But, okay. Yeah. okay, let me let me fit different names. See, we brought up just do it. Just rabbit look, look at rabbit the trail. rabbit trail we always went through. That should be its own clip about Nike. Um, all right, so my 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 final thought on on something for 2021, and I don't. This is this is not necessarily for our market. But I really do believe, like I said, coming out of COVID, coming out of socially distance and quarantines and like people are going to be afraid of human interaction for a while anyway. Um, I really believe real estate industry wise, agents should look into, and I don't have a very specific strategy, AR in their marketing and listing Bots? Um, thing. Yeah. No, all All right. So there's some technologies, and this is where I, I really do believe that that mm. somebody can really separate themselves in the market. Like I said, it may not be our market yet, but like other markets around the country, where you can create AR information when somebody pulls up to a listing through a, through an app on their phone. Um, and look at a house, hold their phone up, and different information, floor plans, pricing, even a video presentation from the agent. I've actually like looked into this technology. I just know it doesn't quite work here yet, um, but it's been it's it's out there now. It's available now to do, and there are going to be agents who capitalize on that. That's really cool. Is that like the QR codes? Um, everyone was jumping on QR code like so like 10 yeah about 9 10 years ago QR codes you could just take a snap and it gets the information to your phone like now I mean you can do but that what he's talking about is you you literally can hold the scan um, it could almost be like um I know what you, hold on I know what he will know of so have you ever looked at the um the wine that has uh, prisoner wine on it you ever had prisoner wine no prisoner no, wine. Yeah. no it's not prisoner it's, it's um, prisoner no it's uh I know which one you're talking about. It's the one where it can come alive. Yeah, it yeah. comes alive. You look through your phone and you look at the label, and the label talks oh, to you. Yeah, no. 
Yeah. That's genius. Yeah. I use Rubino, though. We do use Rubino. So same kind of premise. When you hold when you hold your phone up, your camera will actually be looking at like your for sale sign or house, and you can create AR that when they hold... 19, 19 crimes. 19 crimes. Sorry. I knew oh, it yes. had something to do with the prisoner. Um, <laughs> prisoner is... Okay. That's the end result. <laughs> but yeah, 19 crimes. They're, they have an app with AR where you look at the label and, the, and it tells you like a story of it. It's the same kind of way I've seen where you hold it up at like your sign and you create AR around the house where like you could pull up to the house and the person could just hold it up and then it could be you telling them about the house. Oh, that's and right. and, and they could now even go any further. Go further. You could be walking through the house. Exactly. Plan, yeah. You could be. Um, so it's almost like um, see through. Yeah, without so going almost like see through. So you could see into the house yeah. through your phone. Yeah, that's excellent. We should do uh, an entire like episode for that because. <laughs> I mean, we all have. We should go try it some other episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean different that's, applications. Um, we wouldn't probably. We might have to try it where I'm at because no one's getting on the elevator, hitting hitting every floor, <laughs> looking at the door. Right. But uh, yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like our market might not be the best, but I know there's going to be. I'm, I'm sure there's already people listening. They're like, yeah, we, we do that in our market, and that that's awesome. In fact, we'd love to have you on the show. That'd be awesome to find yeah. somebody who actually utilizes the AR technology I've seen out there for agents. And yeah. if you use it, comment in our uh, comment section. Yeah. Um, or, or send us a message. Just let me know. And if you are that person, you know, yeah. we may come visit you. <laughs> we may have to. We'll, we'll, bring the, we'll bring the drinks. We'll bring it. the booze. You and bring the real estate. <laughs> that's, um, I think that's a good way to end the episode, guys. I like it. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Keep it classy. We'll be drinking. I want to use a shark technology. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great 57.